What's going on, motherfuckers? Welcome to the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. My name is Knackers, and today is Thursday, May 27, 2021, and this is episode number 151. You stupid fucks, we made it to 150. Can you fucking believe it? And who else better to bring it in than my bald brethren, fucking Cosplay Fitness? What's going on, man? Hey, we're bald out here. You know Damn! how we do. Damn! Yours is so much cleaner than mine. <laughs> I mean, I shaved recently. <laughs> I need to get back on it. What's going on, man? You know, you know what's funny is that uh, you know before you were asking me what questions did I have, and, and one question I forgot to ask was, "Am I allowed to curse on this show?" Absolutely. Uh, you, you, you just answered that multiple times. So you know, it's funny you ask that because everyone asks that. They're like, "So like, how how can I talk?" And I guess that's so weird to me because there's never been a filter on this show ever. But I think because. So many streamers and so many content creators have to be brand safe, right? Because, like, the dream is to be, like, broadcast full-time, play video games for a living, get sponsored by Elgato and fucking HyperX, and, like, it's sponsored by everybody, and then the content is just so reduced to, like, super PG. I'm like, that could never be me, dude. I, I could yeah. never live that life because if I can't, like, I don't think in my mind that I'm swearing. I'm just talking. Like this, yeah. this is just me talking. And um, I guess it's funny that swearing is still seen as like offensive here and here in 2021. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, when we get into like what, what I do and uh, where I've been and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I have my, my business voice. Yes. Where I say, you know, and uh, no cursing, no very, yes, sir. Stuff like that. And then I have my, uh, you know, when, on my show where I just go crazy and curse and yell and, and scream at the top of my lungs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, so um, I, I, it's, it's, it's good to just feel like I could be more myself here. Yeah. And that, dude, that's the whole point. Like, if I yeah. could have fucking sponsors up the ass or have a nice, relaxed environment where people can lay back and be like, okay, I can finally, like, take off the streaming face, take off the content creator face, and just throw back and have some good convo. Like, that, that is the most important thing to me. Um, yeah. is it easy for you to switch in and out of business face? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Cause I've been, I've been doing it for so long, you know? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we, let's just jump right into that first. And by the way, I forgot to tell you this before the podcast, um, this is going to be like questions left and right for me. Okay. Don't feel like you can't ask any questions back. Um, right. I, I feel like some people are like, Oh, I, I don't know if I want to ask anything. I'll just, I'll just kind of answer what you got. So feel free, feel free to throw anything at me. Um, Sounds but good. yeah. Please start with with what you do for a living, because now I'm curious. Well, uh, I mean, let's go in chronological order. Every good superhero has a good origin story, right? Very true. So, so everything kind of ties in together. My my whole life is kind of crazy, but um, so starting off all the way back in uh, 1984 when I was born. Oh my I'm, god! I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely don't look it, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I got some crow's feet going on right here. That, that's oh, you tell. dude, me so bad. <laughs> Um, so I grew up, I grew up very poor in a poor neighborhood, uh, you know, Hispanic family. I'm Cuban, by the way. Uh, I don't know. Really, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't really make that a big deal. Cause not like, oh my God, you know, I'm not like throwing flags out everywhere and, uh, doing all that jazz. But I, I noticed you had a, like a hint of an accent, but I couldn't mm-hmm. really like your inflections are just a little different. It's a New um, York, New York Hispanic accent. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. So I'm sorry. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, grew up really poor in a poor neighborhood, and uh, my mom just, she didn't want me to go out, uh, you know, selling drugs or joining a gang or whatever. So she's like, here's a Nintendo, sit here and don't go outside, you know? So uh, that's what started my, my video game journey. I've been loving video games since uh, 
Yeah, since before the NES. So that's that's so backwards because mm-hmm. for ninety percent of the rest of the world, everyone's like, video yeah. games are the devil. Stay yeah. away from it. But thankfully, your mom understood what the real devil was. Yeah, and it was yeah, heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the real the real devil was everything outside. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, basically. So, um, yeah. So going from there, uh, basically, when I we dealt with not not to trauma dump or anything like that, but it's part of my origin story. But uh, you know, dealt with a lot of uh, domestic violence and alcohol abuse in the house. And uh, from that, my only, you know, I was pretty depressed growing up. And my only way to deal with that mentally was to uh, starve myself, basically. So, uh, yeah, I, I was uh, pretty much anorexic from about 13 years old until 18 years old. I graduated high school. I was five foot 11, 120 pounds, you know. Holy shit. <clears throat> Yeah, and that you, I was, we were basically the same height, but I was forty pounds heavier than you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I was, uh, I was very insecure. Um, I was always bad at sports. I was always, you know, I was never the strongest, the fastest, or any stuff like that. And I had no, no goals or any uh, ambition to be good at sports. You know, just because everybody kind of shit on me for being sucky at everything. You know, um, when I got to college. I saw this guy that was huge and jacked, and I was like, I want to be like you, bro. How, how can I do that? I want to get the girls. I, I, wanna, I want people to look at me and stuff like that. And uh, he's just like, yeah, all you got to do is eat and work out. And that started my fitness journey. Uh, so at 19 years old, I gained 40 pounds of muscle. Pretty much, yeah. I, all I did was eat. Uh, so I went to 160, from 120 to 160 in one year. All I did was eat and work out. And uh, I've been doing that ever since. And that's, it's been about 18 years now. Dude, all you had to yeah. do was eat, work out, and have one of the worst childhoods imaginable. It's like, it's so easy. Like, everybody exactly, can do it. Exactly. Exactly. That's all it takes. You know, just like Batman. Except, <laughs> I, was, except I wasn't rich. <laughs> so, so okay. So, now I'm starting to see where the, the superhero vibes are kind of. Well, that's, that's, that's actually, that's where the whole uh, idea of cosplay fitness came about. Is because I wanted, uh, you know, cosplaying and wanting to be like a superhero to be my ambition and to share that ambition with other nerds and gamers and dorks and stuff like that to, uh, you know, have a reason to want to look good and be secure in your own skin. Um, uh, besides like joining the football team or whatever the case may be, you know? Awesome. Did, early yeah. on. Um, and I, I apologize. This is kind of like a sensitive question, but early no, on, fine. did you see, a clash because I think cosplay now compared to 10 years ago is like way more widely accepted. Just like um, the things with all the different uh, genders and sexualities, like everything is a little bit more accepting now. Did For you sure. find there to be a big clash in like masculinity wise between having a, a desire to do cosplay and but also having this like like beefy girl getting figure of like the working out and like the masculinity that comes with that? Um. For me personally, I didn't experience a clash too much, but I saw a lot of, uh, my life was kind of split, you know, I, I, I was the gym guy and all the gym bros kind of looked up to me. And then on this side, I was the fit cosplayer that all of my cosplay buddies are like, oh man, like, uh, I don't look like you. You're embarrassing me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, this, that's the whole point is to get these two worlds together. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So then you've been rocking that name. You said for quite like over a decade then. So I, I created this name, I'd say probably about 10 years ago. Um, my goal was originally was to start a fitness cosplaying YouTube. 
And then when I did more research into YouTube and into the, the fitness industry and YouTube uh, is extremely toxic. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, like I know you talked about on your show before uh, the toxicity with like the tech community, like, oh, no, you're, you're supposed to use this cord and not that cord and HDMI versus, uh, you know, um, what's the other, the other uh, display port? Yeah. Display port. HDMI versus, oh, no, this is better. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's 10 times worse in the fitness industry. Basically, um, you know, if you want to make like uh, YouTubes and stuff like that, nobody really um, takes your word for it unless you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. And, um, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm just a regular guy. I'm not on steroids. I've never tried that. I uh, I have a full time job where, you know, a lot of times I sleep maybe four or five hours a day. So I try to work out like once a day. It's it's impossible, impossible for me to look like one of those one of those elite elite level uh, you know physique building body build bodybuilding competition guys. It's, right, it's not realistic. And my goal was to you know talk to the everyman, you know, just the the normal guy or or girl that has a nine to five job and wants to work out a half hour to an hour a day, and you know not doing this for a living. Right. Do you, you know, do you work out every single day? Yeah, I work out an hour a day. Yeah, seven oh, days a week. Okay. Is is that normal? Is seven days a week for working out normal? Um, I mean, if, that, you wanna get, if you want to like, get into specifics about like working out. Yeah. Um, basically, you are allowed. Your body is fine as long as you have 48 hours to uh, rest that muscle group. So the ah, way that, okay. the, yeah, so the way that I work out, you know, I'll do like legs one day and then I'll do chest the next day and then, or like, I'll do like a push pull routine. I'll do legs one day and then chest and tr- uh, triceps and shoulders and then uh, back and biceps and stuff like that. So there's never two days in a row where I'm doing the same muscle group. So it's fine. Interesting. Okay. And what about cardio? You know, I was going to ask. My cardio is crap, man. <laughs> Like, I, so this is, the, this is the thing. This is the thing. So when I was in college, I didn't care about like, you know, I never worked out before in my life. So uh, I actually was really fast uh, when I first started working out and I did triathlons in college. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did three triathlons. Oh, and, my God. Um, and then I realized that, uh, yeah, if I want to get massive, if I want to gain a lot of weight, cardio is not the way. Right. So I kind of became obsessed with trying to get as big as possible. So cardio kind of w- took the back burner. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah, where yeah. you're at bigness wise, are you at, at your biggest? Are you like a little bit lower, a little bit higher? Um, well, I, well, I'm going to have to get back into my origin story for all that. Oh yeah, please, please, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we left off around college. I started working out more. Um, and then around 2013, uh, I was probably the most ripped that I ever was in my entire life in big. Um, in 2013, I, I came back from Mexico with my ex-girlfriend and my hands were incredibly swollen and I didn't know what the hell was going on. I assumed it was like a food allergy or something like that. It, it wouldn't go away for weeks at a time. It was like almost two weeks. And I had to see the doctor because my hands got so swollen. I couldn't even make a fist. Oh my so, God. Yeah, it was, it was scary. So I went to the doctor my doctor's like, uh, we're going to do a blood test, all this stuff and figure it out. But it looks like you have the symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. So. I was like, all right. So blood test came back. Everything came back negative. Uh, my, my rheumatoid level was normal. And then I, uh, he sent me to a specialist, a rheumatologist. And my rheumatologist said that you definitely have rheumatoid arthritis. So if anybody out there doesn't know what that is, it's an autoimmune disease that makes uh, basically your joints are attacking themselves. 
And like, you know how when you get hit, you get like a, a swelling. So all of your joints swell as if you were hit, but you were never hit. Oh my so God. It's, it's, yeah. So uh, I started taking medication for that. I was diagnosed with that, even though my, my, uh, my blood came back negative for that. And uh, yeah, that was like probably about a six month uh, rehab of like not even being, not even being able to close my hands to like getting back to normal. Um, Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing that like a lot of people just assume that, you know, your, your strength training journey is like a, a linear journey upward and there, there's a little bumps in the road, you know? So oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not a big deal, but, uh, after four of uh, four years. So from 2000, no, I'd say less than that from like 2013 to like 2016, about three years of taking medication. I was, uh, I read a lot of the side effects and one of them is a uh, Plaquenil, uh, one of the medications I was taking, which is uh, a hydrochloroquine, which is also used to treat, um, uh, COVID. And, oh, uh, no shit. Yeah. So that's the same medication. But one of the side effects is that it creates corneal deposits in the back of your eyes, which means that uh, you get a buildup in the back of your eye. So over time, and it's like a 1% increase of buildup over like every five years. So you could uh, theoretically go blind if you take that medication for too long. Gee, and it's just like, just given, like given to you without any pain, any attention. Like, oh, by the way, yeah, we got medication for this. Here you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, one day I just decided, I'm like, I'm not going to take this anymore. And then, and guess what? Nothing. I haven't had a, a flare up or anything. I haven't had symptoms since. What the fuck? <laughs> and this is a chronic condition that's supposed to rast, last for the rest of your life. Right. And you've just had nothing since at all. No. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I did also change my diet. So diet is a factor with a mm. lot of autoimmune diseases. Um, I can't eat like very acidic foods. I can't drink too much alcohol like okay. over a long period of time so i limit that you know so i was gonna ask you know based on your based on your childhood i was gonna ask if you consumed alcohol whatsoever because usually um people that have that around in their early lives especially when it's linked to traumatic experiences is like i don't want anything to do with that whatsoever and I'll, i always respect it um yeah. but you know everybody's different yeah so for me uh funny story so uh from 21 until 31. So for 10 years, I was 100% sober, not even a, a, a drop of alcohol. Wow. Because I was so terrified of turning into my father, you know? And then finally at 31, I was like, you know what? I made it this far. Uh, I'm successful in my career. I, um, I can make my own decision. I can drink responsibly. And now uh, I drink all my days off. Good. Yeah, good. For good. the last five years. So, you know. I um and you know whenever I talk to uh, people that are huge into fitness, alcohol is always like the forgotten. It, it's always something that is left way behind. And I I definitely believe that alcohol is fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, it like it, it's terrible in all ways. It, it makes you do stupid stuff. It makes you feel terrible. Uh, it's extremely unhealthy to drink in excess. Um, but it's like you know if if I'm gonna indulge in something like you can't go your entire life just not enjoying anything bad. Hundred percent. Yeah. Gotta enjoy something that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever uh, experienced with any any other recreational drugs, marijuana, uh, any psychedelics, anything? Me personally, no, because okay. um, so I have I have a government job where I do security. So ah, okay. I'll, I'll get back into my backstory a little bit now. Okay. So uh, I went to college. I got my bachelor's degree in forensic psychology with a minor in addiction studies. So I wanted to help people with addictions, you know, alcoholism, drug abuse, stuff like that. That was that was my my focus in college. Uh, I had an internship 
where I worked at a methadone clinic and uh, I, I absolutely hated it. It was the most stressful, uh, depressing experience of my entire life. Oof. Yeah. So I was like, uh, fuck that. I'm, I'm not going to do this. So now, you know, it's pretty much the, the college story for every uh, American. You get a four-year degree in something that you finally, when you realize what you're going to be doing, you don't like it anymore. Yeah. And then you do something completely different. Yep. So uh, at 21 years old, I got a government job, uh, basically standing in front of like city hall and just making sure nobody blows it up. And uh, I've been doing that for the past 15 years. Whoa. Okay. That was not <laughs> yeah. what I expected you to say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's incredibly boring. It's brain rotting. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I make good money. And I do well with it. But uh, that's kind of why I started streaming is because uh, I felt like at work and outside of you know, whatever. Um, my brain was just going to turning into goop, you know, because literally my entire job went from like standing there and doing nothing and waiting for something bad to happen to being a supervisor of the guys standing there waiting for something bad to happen to being their supervisor. You know? <laughs> so it's like it's, there's less and less excitement as your job yeah, goes yeah. on. Less excitement, but more money. So I'm not complaining. But uh, <laughs> what was know, the what was the I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say. So uh, it was it's extremely boring probably 99% of the time. Okay. So um, that's where I, I needed a creative outlet somewhere because I felt, I felt very um, suffocated, you know? Right. Did you say you were in New York City or just New York? New York City. I'm in Queens. Home of no Spider-Man. No shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> Spider-Man fan too. See what, see what oh I my think. God. Yeah. Okay. Let me, can I see the full sleeve as well? Because I don't think I've actually seen All it. All right. Yeah, yeah, So, um. Yeah, show us your body cosplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, you know, like I said, with all the goals of like my, my and, um, you know, I, I'm not religious, so I never had like, oh, I want to be a good Christian boy or whatever. I just wanted <laughs> to be the best, uh, superhero that I could ever be. So I, I took a lot of inspiration from Spider-Man, anime, stuff like that. Dragon Ball Z being my favorite. Here Hell yeah. Yeah, flex for us. Oh, wow. Yo, dude, my buddy Vance is going to fucking nut over that. That looks awesome. Oh, my God. The whole sleeve is Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we got. Uh... Wow, that looks awesome. Audio listeners, you guys are fucking missing out. Dude, that is sick. Okay, how thank many? You, thank you, thank you. How, how much is your arm worth? Uh, it's about eight sessions and they're about $600 each. Oh, so, God. So what's that? Like close to what? Eight my math is correct. Like four, four almost $5,000. Yeah. What? <laughs> Jesus Lord. Uh, I yeah. have, I only have three. Uh, I've got this dragonfly. I've got a eight bit Yoshi on my calf. And then I've got, nice. I've also got a Canadian maple leaf on my, on my ankle. I got an ankle tattoo. Um, oh, cute. uh, Going back to um, going back to college, did you so did you enjoy what you were studying like while you were studying it? And then it was like right at the fucking end. You're like, wait, nope, th- this isn't it. Basically, in theory, I, I enjoyed learning it. But in practice, I absolutely hated it. OK, that mm-hmm. is the exact same thing that happened with me with graphic design is like everything leading up to it. I was always artistic in school leading up. Um, I was in photography. I started getting, I thought I wanted to be an architect because like I got so much enjoyment out of, um, designing and then seeing designs come to life. Um, and then for whatever reason, just kind of fell out of it. And I started getting into the more artistic side of myself. And then, um, I'm like graphic design. My brother had gotten into it. And I think what was most appealing was that my brother basically learned the shit on his own. And then 
just got a graphic design job, just got a, uh-huh. got a job somewhere. And I was like, you know what? That fucking that seems like the way of life. This yeah. go to high school, get good grades, go to college for four years. Like, granted, am I sad I missed out on the college experience? Yes. Am I sad that I missed out on chlamydia? No, I'm I'm so fucking sure that I would be either a drug addict or have an STD of sorts if I went to college. So mm-hmm. I'm thankful, thankful in a way. But um, yeah, I, I you know I went to school for for three years for uh, graphic design, and then in the in the final semester, we started the teachers started teaching us what it was going to be like to actually work for clients, like to have somebody hire you to design a website yeah. and go. Why, why through do they that. Why do they do that at the end? Why, why can't they do that <laughs> right. in the beginning? Because then then you wouldn't go to school. They wouldn't get their fucking money. The scavengers, scavengers, oh, scavengers, savages. Yeah. I put scavengers and and savages together. That's uh, accurate. But yeah, it, absolutely terrible. And then, you know, kind of through that, all through graphic design school, I had a love for tech and I was kind of learning tech on my own. And then, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't go to school. I took one semester um, towards a tech degree. And then it made me re-remember how fucking much I hated school. Being in a school setting, sitting at a computer and learning, getting taught by somebody who doesn't give a shit about me. Like, this, mm-hmm. this ain't it. And so I just started teaching myself, and then I eventually just got a job um, in IT doing the doing all that shit. Yeah, I mean, like I love fitness, and I actually got certified as a personal trainer like uh, twelve years ago. But what I hate is sales. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, and that's like ninety percent of the job, which sucks. Yep. You know, so so I I fell for that scam too. I was like, oh, I could work out and get paid. That's great. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but by the way, you have to uh, walk up to everybody and you know beg for their money. Uh, right. Every single day of your your working life, you know. And then, yeah. So I've had I've had a couple friends that have gotten into fitness uh, and like fitness taking over their life, and mm. I I've seen them go through like all the things that you're describing of like going through through the waves of it. And you've got I haven't experienced too much with friends and steroids, but the whole pre-workout and uh and not steroids um supplements and like the things to eat before and after and the that level of obsession for fitness is a turnoff for me because i was just gonna say a lot of people become very obsessed yeah and Mm -hmm. good on you i mean you're you're healthy as possible well healthy because like there's so many different things people are ingesting to attain this certain figure or a certain status and it's like when did this go from like eating shit food to eating fruits, vegetables and and like healthy fats? And then it turned into like, OK, now I'm just pounding all of this random shit that everybody says is awesome. Uh, and I'm like, this feels like it goes like this. I mean, I, mean, I would say my personal opinion, uh, social media has a huge part to play with that. Yeah, you know, uh, this, the, like uh, being obsessed with fitness for guys is kind of like the, you know, the female equivalent of like getting a lot of plastic surgery. You know? OK, you just uh, you you want to reach a, a an unrealistic unattainable goal by any means possible you know to try to look like all these instagram models and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know there's um i don't know if you've seen this on tiktok yet but there's videos of girls showing how they prep their body for like the picture that they're choosing like all of the poses are so strategic with certain body parts and like bikinis will be pulled up over certain parts of the body butt cheeks are spread and then pushed up against a wall to show a thigh gap and it's like oh my god none of this is real everything that i see is so fucking fake and not even fake 
like steroids or plastic oh, staged. surgery staged. staged. Perfectly, mm-hmm. perfect way to put it. Yeah. And um, that is incredibly discouraging. And then it totally takes away from the people like you or the people that are just trying to make a better life from themselves. And they're having their entire journey clouded by all of this bullshit. And honestly, yep. hu- again, huge turnoff. And it's why, you know, people like people want other people to be healthy and, and to get into the mindset of like, dude, you got to. Got to have a healthier lifestyle. And then they see all of that shit and they're like, I don't want to be a part of any of that. And it's, yep. I can't really say that I blame them either. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, um, not many. Actually, some of my friends, uh, one of my good friends, I'm not going to name him, but uh, yeah, took steroids and uh, got gynecomastia and actually had to get surgery to remove it. No way. So can you explain what that is? Because I actually don't know what it is. Yeah, so basically, uh, he took a lot of steroids, and there's a gland that is pretty much non-existent for guys. And uh, one of the side effects of steroids is that this gland gets enlarged. So it's a gland, uh, you know, beneath your your pec muscle or like around your pec muscle, and this gland just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what they call bitch tits. That's uh oh yeah. Basically, he had man boobs, and uh, his his breasts like went they kind of sagged down, like you know, like a like a woman. And wow. he, uh, he had that for years and then he, uh, decided to finally get that removed. But all know. of, all of that blood, sweat and tears and work to get like a great figure. And then it just gets ruined by and, something like that. And then he's embarrassed to take off his, he works out every more than me twice, twice, uh, like twice a day. And he's embarrassed to take off his shirt because his chest looks like, uh, like a woman's chest. That's too bad. You know? That's really yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, as far as the fitness circle that you have experienced so far, would you say that it, and not on social media, excluding social media, have you okay. found a good group of people that have been on the not toxic side or have you found that like everywhere you go, it, it, it's, you're always fighting that toxicity instead of it being something that should be uplifting. I, I'd say the, the toxic side is the majority for sure. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of hoping you were going to say the opposite, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, there's super casual people that just, uh, you know, they'll go into the gym once or twice a week or run on the treadmill or whatever, and they just want to better themselves slightly. And, you know, that's why I try to encourage them to, you know, put a little more uh, effort into it and not just make it like something like a check checkbox on your uh, criteria. Sure. But uh, anybody that's I, I say most of the people that are in the gym regularly, yeah, they're affected by the toxicity for sure that's that's too bad um because again the the place that should be the judgment for oh let me ask you this question oh are you quoting a uh, planet fitness now oh I, Ju- I, I, judgment like, free zone oh no <laughs> it's funny you say that because we're about to sign up for a planet fitness um oh, i know yeah, i remember we, you saying that we yeah. were talking about this on stream well, yeah we so we, we live in a it's a small town that is surrounded by a bunch of rich towns and so the town that i'm in is like a bunch of old white people that don't want their old school fun hippie town turned into the white rich and proud town that mm-hmm. uh, you know around them. Um, yeah. And so, and it's it's kind of like it's in the middle of being gentrified because half of the town is on Detroit city limits, and then the other half is these people that have that have just like been there forever. So it's a little bit of a clashing culture here, and so. 
one of the issues of our town is like all of the buildings are super, super small. So like restaurants are small, chain restaurants that are usually a little bit bigger, minimal seating. Um, our downtown area is very small and the gyms are old, small and all like mom and pop shops. Um, the two gyms that are big chain gyms, like multi-floor, pool, sauna, all that stuff, they're fucking terrible. Like all, all the reviews are Terrible, rude staff, broken machines, um, like there's like just shit left everywhere, like sweaty yoga mats, absolute horror stories. Um, and then there's like two Planet Fitness that have opened up that are in like a little bit like outside of our town and they get great fucking reviews. They're like they're wide open. All the machines are upkept. And I'm like, you know what? We've paid 30, 40 dollars for a shit small gym. At this point, I just want something that is a little bit large, like something that has more than four treadmills. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't use the uh, distance as an excuse not to go. No, a lot, no. A lot of people do that. Yeah. So it, you uh, know, the gym's so far. I don't want, you know, I got to get in the car. I got to change. It's uh, it's difficult in the winter. Um, uh, do, you, do you have a car? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. So <laughs> I wasn't sure if you actually walked to the gym in the winter time. Just like it's like putting on all your gym clothes and then bundling up over top of that, walking to the gym. I mean, I used to, but I I own my own gym in my basement for the last uh, ten Fuck, years. That's right. Okay, so you actually you don't got to yeah. go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, just, I just roll out of. I can go naked downstairs. If I want to. <laughs> you do, don't you, you motherfucker? I, I, I've done it in my underwear before, for uh, for sure. <laughs> I'm scared of like like you know catching my 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 balls into like some machine or something oh, like that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so the the gym that we went to for a while, um it was right down the street and of course it's it's the distance isn't an issue. It was always the time. So I don't mm -hmm. mind mm -hmm. taking a little drive to go somewhere, but like when you get home from work at 5:30, yeah. Is it better to drive to a gym that's 3 minutes away and be able to work for an hour, like work out for an hour or drive somewhere that's 20 minutes away, work out for half an hour and then 20 minutes back? Yeah. Um what I've what I've started to realize later in life is that the drives in between places is a massive wind down time. Mm -hmm. Um it's a place where you can process your thoughts, um process things that have happened throughout the day listen to music, listen to podcasts, or just in, in silence. I drive in silence a really? lot. Yeah. And yeah. this is somebody who used to live and die by shows. Um, I used to go to music festivals. I used to like, yeah, I mean, oh. you knew, you knew my into the AM stuff. I was going to ask you actually, well, yeah. uh, like electronic dance music festivals. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went I, 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 I'm sorry to cut you off, but I've, I've traveled all over the world, uh, watching that stuff. Oh, man. So I haven't traveled a lot. Um, I went to Electric Forest five okay. years in a row. That's near um, you, though. Okay. Yeah, it's four hours. Yeah. So it's yeah. super easy. Um, went to I went to a show at Red Rocks. I went to a festival in Georgia, um, Counterpoint, which was only around for like a couple of years or something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. Other than traveling to a couple other places within Michigan, um, I'm very, very lucky to where Detroit has like three or four massive venues. So anytime a band is coming to coming to our town, it's it's either a five minute drive or a ten minute drive. It's so easy to catch a show. Um, so you said you've traveled. What's like what what kind of places have you gone to? Yeah, I was gonna say for everybody in the chat that's not aware, uh, I, I posted a picture and uh, I had like EDM shorts on. And knackers knew immediately what brand they were. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> he threw me for a loop there. 
Um, I mean, me personally, I've been to EDC Las Vegas about five times, uh, Ultra Miami, uh, Tomorrowland, uh, Belgium. Damn! Um, I've been to uh, Ibiza. Uh, that's how you, I learned how to pronounce that in uh, Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises, right? Oh, Ibiza, yeah. Ibiza. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Wait a minute. To... You've... What? You've never taken retro- recreational... No. Uh... So, so that was or my you, whole point. Or are my, you saying that you've never taken recreational? So I, I've been I've been at my job since I was 21. I'm 36 now, and okay. uh, well, we get randomly drug tested. So um, I'm not Damn. willing to lose my career. And I, yeah, and before that, I never really had the desire. Now I I want to do it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've also traveled to uh, Ultra Japan, um, uh, wow. EDC Japan. You do make uh, good money. I do all right. I do all right. I you know, I never ask for subs. You know, if that, uh, <laughs> if that puts it in a, in a perspective. Uh, yeah, Ultra Japan, uh, EDC Mexico. Um, where else? Uh, I went to some Holy show in Canada. I forgot. Holy shit, yeah. man! All right, what are you, um? What have been your favorite uh, artists? Like, what are your favorite artists to to see? Uh, another bald guy, uh, Data Life. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan of Data Life. Um, oof. I mean, I like like the big arena EDM stuff. So like Hardwell, Tiesto, ah, uh, the big room house. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, also, also, I, I recently got into house music. I say in the last like five years. Okay. So like uh, Fisher, Chris Lake, um, Don Diablo, stuff like that. Oh, I, I have a uh, a gaming buddy that went by Don Diablo. Um, oh, nice. So anytime I hear that, I think of him. Yeah. Um, yeah music festivals are unreal. Um, and you know, I only have, I can't com- wait till they come back. I know, I know I've been, you know, my girlfriend has never been to a music festival before. Um, I actually, she's been to a couple like m- shows, like local shows, but I don't think she's ever been to like a concert, like a, uh, well, I guess or other than right. Or yeah, not even close yeah. to a festival, a, f- a festival and a, and a concert at like a, a small club or something like that are night and day night and, and day. And, yeah. and obviously, you know, the festival is an entire experience going there, camping, not showering. Um, the yeah. the environment of of Actually, people. My, my, my favorite is uh, Holy Ship. Oh, you've been to Holy Ship? Okay. Yeah, I'm Ship Fam. I've been, yeah, like five times now. So one of my all-time favorite um, groups is Big Gigantic that I've okay. seen. Yeah. I've seen them probably... 15 20 times like every mm-hmm. single time that they came to town so like that whole that whole group genre like um grismatic grammatic grizz big gigantic mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. all those that group was like one of my main my main listens and i just i haven't jammed them in a, in a super long time again like when i get in the car the first thing i want to do is turn everything off yeah. um and i'm just now starting to get back into listening to music regularly but like if you ask my girlfriend what i listen to i put on i have a single playlist that has like seven electronic songs on it and i just play that almost every single day um and i i, I don't know what happened between me and music it, it's not that i i fell out of love i just think like i crave silence sometimes because my job is non-stop yeah I'll, people I'll just... interrupting me um or, or people calling or texting and it's like center myself yeah i was just gonna say like when, like depending on your mood if you have like a really stressful day sometimes just being in silence very relaxed you know have you um now other than your physical fitness um mm-hmm. mental fitness have you 
experience or not experience? Have you dove into any sort of mental health, mindfulness, meditation? Um, do you partake in any of that stuff? Fortunately, no. Okay. I, sh- I know. I, I know. I should. I've been to yoga classes, but uh, I, well, I, I usually leave with boners and stuff. <laughs> God, boy. All right. What did you? Uh, what did you think of yoga? Uh, I think it was cool. I mean, uh, you know, uh, my my weakest points are definitely flexibility and endurance. You know, so it, it worked a lot on that. I think it's it's it, you know some people joke around that it's not an exercise. It's definitely an exercise. Oh, it's you, definitely a fucking yeah. exercise. You leave you leave sore and tired. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Are I you just, uh, are you a fitness tracker uh, wear at all? No, 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 no. Okay. No, I'm like me. My goal is just to be stronger and bigger. That's that's all I want. You know, so I weigh myself probably once a week. Okay. Um, you know, I test my strength every so often, and that that's all I really focus on right now. What are your opinion on uh, deadlifts? Um, I know I know it's very controversial deadlifts. Uh, some people think that uh, you should only be doing deadlifts if you're competing. Um, I personally don't like them. You know, uh, I feel like they're very easy to get injured. Yeah, like easily injurable exercises. Um, so I don't really do them that much, and also with like my past rheumatoid arthritis so from that whole condition like some of my joints feel weaker than they used to ah okay you know so uh i kind of stay away from that specifically gotcha okay yeah um i've done I, it though i've done it oh you're yeah, trying yeah. Sh- I, you, you try to show off your friend your friend uh goes in and deadlifts for uh you know, a couple hundred pounds you're like i could do that that's easy you know so <laughs> some ego <laughs> yeah yeah all I, uh, of a sudden, a little, a little, uh, little poop comes down my shorts. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I so I um. Anytime I see somebody def- deadlifting, I'm like, that looks like a showmanship exercise. Like sh- I, I know that there is probably incredible benefits to being able to deadlift a lot of weight, but anytime I see that, I think. Injury and TikTok is full of fitness injuries for some reason. I don't know how I got into fitness injury talk, but yeah, because you like, liked it and watched it. That's why. God, <laughs> and then you see people like throwing out their back, but then the other half is like people throwing out their back and then doing the whole like. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the wait, was that the the Busta Rhymes? Yes, yeah. yeah. Touch it, touch it. Um, yeah. So every time I see that, I'm like, this just seems dumb and i know that it seems dumb because i probably don't understand it but i'm like deadlifting seems like a new thing like it seems like a fad fitness where it's like people have been exercising for hundreds and hundreds of years like in in the way that we exercise now and then all of a sudden deadlifting is like oh yeah like deadlifting's new the new thing i guess especially with the uh the introduction of crossfit into into fitness culture well, I mean, the the main reason why deadlifting is so big is because it's uh you know whenever you do a, a strength competition, they measure you by the three big exercises: okay. squat, squat, bench, and deadlift. So gotcha. it's been like that for I don't know dozens of years. Okay, uh, where that that's you know they you know it's your body weight versus the ratio of how much weight you do, and those three things they add it all up together, and that's the winner. Oh, so it's not just necessarily who can lift the heaviest thing. No, no. Ah, okay, no. I didn't know that. It's, yeah, because if if one guy is really good at squats and the other guy's really good at bench and the other guy's really good at deadlift, it's it's the basically they add up the total of all the weight and that's your score. And uh, no shit. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm assuming that now you know with social media, it's just 
you know, people are recording these huge things that, that show off and everybody wants to do it. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one of the other things I see on TikTok a lot right now is people recording themselves in the gym. Uh, and it, obviously it's for form and then other it's, it's for show as well. How do you do you are you pissed that that's normalized now instead of it just being like there's literally mirrors everywhere like every wall is a fucking mirror but all of a sudden everybody needs to have a phone to record their form what do you think about that um I've done it <laughs> <laughs> okay all right you know people just you know that you work hard you 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 show up to the gym every day and you want to show off it's not a not a big deal you should be proud of your hard work. Okay, so that kind of leads into one of the next things that I wanted to talk about was fitness on social media and how it's been for you kind of because if you started working out, you said, what, 14 years ago, 18 years ago, 18 years ago. So Mm -hmm. you kind of got started way before social media was even was even present, was even around. Facebook just came out when you started. Okay. yeah, yeah. 2003. Oh, my God, that was 18 years ago. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. So I was, yeah. I was born in 90. So okay. not, not too much later than you, but a little bit yeah, later I'm six than years you. older than you. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh man, I got to lose the mustache because I, I look way older than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, sh- if I'm clean shaven, I probably look even younger. Do, uh, do you ever clean shave? Oh yeah. All the time. I actually, you know, funny, funny enough. I don't know if this is the same for you, but, uh, I'm, you know, I, I grow basically nothing up here and, okay. and then my, my face grows like I, like this beard will probably take me like two, three weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I I had hair up until I was 27. I think it's like when it started thinning out. And it's still there's still a generous amount like I started shaving my head long before I would was considered balding. But yeah. as soon as I started to see it thinning, I'm like, "Nope. Fuck that. It's it's all going. I'm not doing this 10 years of hanging on for dear life yeah. as soon as I saw uh, it." Oh my god. I got rid of it. And um it it is. It is a Huge fucking hit to your to your confidence to your ego. Um, it, it feels like a part of you is gone, and it's like nothing else about your face changed. But for some reason, you're like my face isn't the same. It's just not the same <laughs> since the hair is gone. And um, I got double lucky. Not only did I begin to grow thicker facial hair, and still now I can't grow like a full beard. It's still kind of like thin and patchy in areas. Um, I was seeing like your intro. I, I actually I like the mustache look better. Yeah, you know, yeah. every time I see that intro, I'm like, man, I had it trimmed fucking good. But <laughs> the maintenance and and the feeling, um, it's actually funny you mentioned that because I probably had a full beard and a mustache up until about like a month, month and a half ago, and then when I finally had like realized, okay, I need to start eating better and exercising because I've gained. 35 40 pounds since the beginning of quarantine um so and and almost 40 pounds in a year yeah uh so a fucking lot and in the beginning of and it wasn't even a full year because in the beginning of uh quarantine i was actively running um i was running probably four to five times a week and and then i (laughs) i don't know if you've seen this clip yet but i was doing a cooking stream and i was standing on a bucket and the bucket collapsed and I fell on my kitchen counter and I fractured my rib. Oh, wow. And, and so I was out of commission for running for two months. And that just absolutely destroyed my routine. Yeah. Um, so it was like 
Quarantine happened. We all had to stay inside. I fractured my rib, and then we all just started like eating like absolute garbage because we all felt like garbage. And and then it just it just spiraled from there. And yeah, I'm, I'm at my I'm at my heaviest now. I'm probably a pound or two lighter because um, I started my fasting routine two weeks ago again. Um, but man, uh, be, being chubby sucks. Like I, I I feel it when I sit down. Like I have to when I'm trying to play Call of Duty, I have to scoot all the way up. My belly's like hanging out on top of my counter. Um, when I sl- when I'm sleeping, I can feel my back fat like rolling over on itself. I'm like, ah, my Yikes. my body is pinching itself. <laughs> Fucking annoying. And um, and obviously, like you look at yourself in the mirror and you just see yourself getting progressively heavier and heavier. And um, yeah, but you're you're in a you're in a good relationship, so you don't care about that. You know, <laughs> to an extent, you get um, comfortable. You get comfortable. It's you, all right. You definitely do. Um, yeah, and 100%. Actually, this that brings up a really good point because obviously there is a, a huge mental health discussion around physical health and um, body, body positivity and body dysmorphia and like looking at yourself and like always craving something else, some sort of improvement. Mm-hmm. Um I personally, for me, I personally don't see it as a negative to look at yourself and say, I could probably clean up a little bit. Like I could, I could do a little bit better because if you're always looking at yourself and saying, this is fine, I'm healthy, I'm fine. I'm perfect the way that I look Um, because I fitness is obviously about the way that you look, but it's also about the way that you feel. It's, it's a combination of both. Um, and, and I just got to the point where I looked, I'm like, not only do I look unhealthy, but I'm not comfortable in my body anymore. And I just, I'm, I'm sick of feeling like shit. So how do, how does that, how does that relate to you? Like, do you think that that is a toxic way to think, to look at yourself and go, "Mm, I probably need to improve. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Um, personally, I mean, that's kind of like what cosplay fitness is all about. You know, Uh, I want people that, that normally are like the outsiders of uh, of the world that um, are treated like uh, you know they're nerds and dorks. It's more acceptable now, but uh, you know back 15 years ago, it's like if you told a girl you play video games all day long, she'll look at you like uh, you're you're a creep. Yeah, you know, you're a weirdo. You have no life. Um, so yeah, my whole thing was you know if you feel insecure about yourself, I mean let's let's work on it. Let's let's improve it. You know. Uh, before we before we started talking about the podcast, um, or before we started the podcast, uh, I had asked you what you were eating for dinner, and you said I've been eating the same thing for ten years. So, what is that same thing that you've been eating? So, I, uh, if you give me one second, I'll bring out a sample. Yeah, I, go I get have it. like I have like a dozen of these in my uh, refrigerator. Oh God, <laughs> chat. The absolute worst part about being healthy is food prep. It it is fucking terrible. If he says. That he food preps like a week in advance, I'm gonna throw up. I can't do it. If that's what it takes to have the the physique of this man, oh my god, I can't. I can't imagine. Oh my, he came. He you left the left side and then you came back on the right side. Oh my god, I'm in my living room. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I went that way to the kitchen and that way. Uh, I don't know, but uh, so this is uh, you know. So uh, also another huge important thing. Uh, I mean, you, everyone should be able to cook. I know you you've been ex- uh, experimenting with all your cooking and stuff like that. But if you don't cook, um, I mean, you're either going to waste money or you're 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 on the road to disaster. I get Hello you know? Fresh delivered. It's fine <laughs> every single day of your entire life. Right. <laughs> um. So this 
this is what I was eating. So this is uh, ground turkey with. Uh, so the secret, the secret to tolerating all of your meals, if you're eating almost consistently the exact same thing all the time, is to change up your marinades, your sauces, your, your uh, seasoning, and stuff like that. So I use a Korean uh, bulgogi sauce. It's like a spicy uh, sauce. Okay. I put, I put that on my on my ground turkey. And then I have uh, brown rice, uh, broccoli, carrots, green peppers, red peppers, celery. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I eat this uh, about four times a day for the last uh, six years. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> and I, all I do, all I do is switch up the, uh, the ground turkey. I'll, maybe I'll do, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, like, so, what is it? Sauteed steak? Like little strip, uh, steak strips? Yeah. Or uh, or chicken, you're different- fucking insane. You're insane. Yeah, I mean the thing the thing is like like I said like growing up and being anorexic, I I I just I don't personally really enjoy eating. I I never have, and I probably never will. You know, you know what? That's a really great point that I already forgot, even though you told me that like, uh, I don't know, an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why like a lot of people that uh, obviously uh, food is the is the hugest hurdle to overcome uh, right. when it comes to like fitness and stuff like that. For me, that's never been an issue because I never really enjoyed like, you know, I'll, I'll grab a slice of pizza or, uh, you know, I like eating wings with my friends and stuff like that, but I, I couldn't do that like every day. I would, I would be nauseous. You know? Yeah, so I'm I can't, I so when you said you've been eating the same thing for 10 years, I'm like he probably mm-hmm. has like, you know, one thing for breakfast, one thing for lunch, something else for dinner, but you were literally eating the same dish over I, I eat, and uh, over. I eat oatmeal for breakfast and then I eat that uh 4 times a day. Bro. <laughs> like I feel like you are Satan and I am Jesus <laughs> and I need to con- like I feel like a religious person that needs to convert you. Um but at the same time like as traumatic as your as your childhood was um it's it set you up to ha- like have really good food etiquette. Like yeah, I mean I'm I'm a I'm an in my own opinion, I'm an extremely responsible adult. Um you know, I, uh, I I had my career for about four years, and then at 25 years old, I bought my house that I live in in New York City. Um, you know, I I always try to make a lot of good decisions when it comes to pretty much every, everything's like pretty planned throughout okay. my life and stuff like that. But uh, what was the point I was getting at? That you're insane. That you are yeah. clinically insane. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, it, it also makes me crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and I do I do stress myself out. I started balding at uh, at 19 years old. So holy shit. Okay, that's yeah, really yeah. early. So maybe it was just stress that that got to me. And it could be. It could yeah. be. I put it on myself. So and you know, I can't um I can't fathom what that feels like because one of the, the biggest issues, I don't have an issue with like gorging myself, but when I think about food, um, and I think about okay, if I go out to eat like once a week, how many different things am I gonna be able to try before I die? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I think about. So when I'm thinking about food and when I started to really get into cooking, I'm like, I need to learn how to make as many different things from as many different nationalities as possible because there is like so much good food to eat. And that mindset, I can't comprehend the mindset that you have of like food is fuel. It doesn't matter. And I don't have a desire. Um, Do you do you find that that just makes it easy for you or do you still struggle with like 
eating the same thing all the time. No, it definitely makes me easy for me. It's not a struggle for me whatsoever. Wow, I'm I'm yeah. so fucking blown away right now. That is insane. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. by the way, you said you had ground turkey in there. I was gonna yeah. ask if you were um a vegetarian, but I, no. I figured it was real ground turkey, not like uh. Yeah, I mean, people's idea of healthy is is um. What what's the word I'm trying to look for? It's uh it's relative, I guess. You know, people have different ideas of what healthy is. I have friends that are vegan, and they're like, you, "You're not healthy. You eat meat. You're disgusting. You're gonna oh, die." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. But uh, you know, in, in my and then there's people that uh, just focus on weight loss. A lot of people just want weight loss, and uh, you know, weight loss is is actually super easy. It's super easy. All you got to do is track your calories, and you have to eat less calories than uh, than you burn. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's, it's not rocket science, you know. So as long as you track your calories, you find your maintenance. And then you you eat less than that, or you burn more than that, then you're you're good to go. But that doesn't make you a healthy person because you're losing weight, right? You know, um, you still need all of your nutrients. I, I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that, but uh, you know, I mean, look at look at the starving kids in Africa not eating uh, uh, table salt iodine. They get iodine deficiency. You know, so uh, you you definitely need a well balanced meal in order to stay healthy. You know, not um sickly in in certain areas but uh yeah some people just go overboard i mean (laughs) you know counting how many carbs and how many uh you know sugars and salts bro i can't i can't can't do that man it's it's not necessary they weigh (laughs) weigh their food i'm like you're gonna drive yourself insane that that type of behavior is completely unsustainable and that's gonna make you go back to the way you were before because you can't do it forever right you can't so That brings up a super good point, and um, I want to ask you your opinion on fasting because it's something that I've been doing on and off for years and years and years. And okay. the reason that I like fasting because it works for me is mm-hmm. it makes it so I don't have to count calories. You talking about intermittent fasting? Yeah, correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done both intermittent and I did um, one meal a day for a good long time. And back, um, so tiny little bit of history um, in 2020. In like the very end of 2019, I just I had a super fucking rough time and I took a three month break from Twitch after like six or seven years. It was my first really long break. And it was it was like detox time where I started waking up at 4 a.m. every single day. I would exercise, meditate, journal like it was like um, miracle morning type shit like every single day. Um, I was getting like two hours of streaming work done in the morning before I was even going to work. And then I was so I was waking up at four fasting all the way until noon or fasting all the way up until like 6 p.m. and then eating. And sounds like uh, Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. <laughs> it seriously is. Yeah. <laughs> only difference is I kill people and he was only dreaming of it. Uh, and, and so, um, they have spoilers, anyone? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that from like the nineties. It's all a movie, yeah. Uh, so, um, when I when I first got into fasting, not only did it prevent me from the snacking, the before work snacking and the after work snacking, it made me feel not so guilty about indulging in foods outside of like a good traditional diet. So, like, if, if I wanted to have that random juice. Or, or that cookie, like I wasn't feeling, like, oh my God, I didn't count this, I'm stressing out. And, and that was kind of like the biggest thing for me because I think 
a large portion of dieting is what it does to your psyche. Like mentally, what is that diet doing to you? Um, and why I, I'm so glad that people are saying like, not every diet fits everybody. You need to find yeah. out what works for you mentally, not just physically. And so, and fasting just really worked out for me. I hated eating breakfast. I always felt like shit eating early in the morning. And then the greatest thing about one meal a day was not packing a lunch for work. Just like going to work and not worrying about food at all. Fill up my my canteen with water and then I come home and I eat. Um, but one meal a day, definitely not sustainable over long periods of time. Yeah, I was um, just going to say I, I could never do that. Yeah, it's um, it, it was great to kickstart the weight loss journey. So I, I switched from one meal a day back to intermittent fasting. Um, but then again, like after COVID started, that all just went to shit. So, yeah. um, so I started fasting again last week and, you know, I take breaks on the weekend if I want to like have some drinks at night when I'm playing video games. Um, and that's definitely been, um, one of my favorite things to do. So, um, so how do you feel about fasting? Uh, I mean, whatever works for you, you know, uh, me personally, I won't do it. I've tried it before and I feel like I'm super low energy when mm -hmm. I'm fasting, you know, and I hate that feeling. I, f I hate like almost falling asleep in my chair after a full night's sleep just because I haven't eaten in 16 hours. Right. You know, um, especially with like uh, weightlifting, bodybuilding type of stuff. Uh, I want to have as much energy as possible before I get into the gym. So I would never want to work out on an empty stomach. You right, know, completely empty for like I haven't eaten since yesterday. That's that's not it's not a good feeling. You know that that is the feeling that drives me. Like that hunger in the stomach, I can feel it like spider web into the rest of my body. Especially when I do um when I'm running fasted, it's like it's on a different level. And I my focus and my energy levels are higher when I'm fasting compared to when I'm actively eating in the morning. So it's yeah. it's cool to figure out how that kind of affects people differently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's all relative, you know. Um, what like I said, whatever works for you, you know. It's just uh, if if that's your best way of being able to control the amount of calories that you're eating, then that's great. How um, um how anal are you about fruits and vegetables? And I know you said you're not a nutritionist. Have you yeah. ever have you looked into like okay, what do I need as a human being every day? Or have you just been like just kind of disregarding all of that and just finding out what works by eating it? Yeah. Yeah. Then option number two, I, I, I'm not, you know, like I, I've had food issues in the past, so I'm not going to drive myself crazy limiting, uh, you know, my food. I just, uh, I eat what I, I buy. I go to the supermarket and I, I plan out my meals for the week and I just buy all of my stuff. Um, and fruits and vegetables are amazing for you. Uh, anybody that tells you to not eat fruits because they have high sugar is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, what is your other option? Getting uh, unsweetened candy or something? I don't know. I don't even know. Gross. I do like, love candy, though. Do you like candy? Yeah, I do love candy. Yeah, I do. okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a monster, all right? Like you said, I, you know, I, I've smoked my vapes. I, I, uh, I, I drink alcohol. I, I, I do like, uh, I, I never like chocolate, but I do like. I'm, uh, I'm not a like, huge chocolate guy either. Mm -hmm, I do like my fruity stuff. So like Starburst, Skittles, uh, Sour Patch. Yes. Um, yeah, all that stuff. I enjoy it. You Dude, know? if you if you had fucking glasses on right now, the, the resemblance would be oh yeah, I, I need a fucking <laughs> I need a, <laughs> a different hat. But, um, there you go like that. There you go. Fucking funny. Uh, so I was gonna I was gonna ask you, uh, did you get into TikTok because of quarantine or? You know what was um, that journey like? I because for all of you that don't know, I met I met uh, Knackers on TikTok. Yeah. Do you remember what? the first one that you saw? You know what? I, I'm not gonna lie. 
I I don't remember the first one I saw, but I remember it was something where you were like either eating the microphone or had the baby face mask <laughs> or or something. And I'm like, this guy's funny, but I think he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let me just keep scrolling. I didn't follow you at that point. Okay. But then, but then, uh, you know, you grew on me after a while. And then yes. I, yeah. <laughs> no, you like something about your humor is just like it's very off-putting at first. <laughs> yeah. But it grows, and then like after a while, like yo, I really like this guy. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love that I was able to to grow on you because yeah. I I am yeah. abrasive at first, um, yeah, but I am I didn't I'm, follow you at first. Yeah. Th- that's totally fine. I am unapologetically <laughs> myself. Um, that is fucking hilarious. Um, so I had known of TikTok for. You know, probably like a year or so at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember being aware of Musically and the acquisition and then the name change, um, and I just kept staying away from it because I think I had such a negative outlook on I just social media in general. Like I was obviously on it had had Twitter had Instagram uh, obviously still on Twitch and I just. Never saw I, I never saw the use for it. It was like, okay, I understand that I could use TikTok to grow my brand and like there's funny shit on there. Um, but I it just it never clicked for me. And if I can't, if I don't know the content that I'm gonna create on a platform, I won't exist on a platform. Because by nature, like I want to create shit. And for a really long time, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to create on TikTok. I just like I saw um every, everybody doing a bunch i saw twitch tips i saw people doing gaming clips i saw people that were building keyboards um different artistic stuff and i just didn't know where i fit in and then you know your niche right my niche is it niche, is it niche or niche i don't know and anybody tells me <laughs> differently <laughs> fuck off Chip. <laughs> i just I, I didn't know what to do and mm-hmm. i i don't remember what made me download tiktok to be honest i don't even remember that first thought in my head but I think I remember hearing about shitty Twitch tips from TikTok on Twitter. And of course, as soon as I started getting into streamer TikTok, all of the terrible advice started flooding in. And then came the terrible tech advice. And I, I just found myself sitting in my chair fuming about the, the misinformation. And for whatever ungodly known reason... The misinformation is treated like gold. It's almost encouraged on TikTok. There's no accountability. Even if if somebody admits that they were wrong or they put out misinformation, they'll leave the TikTok up because it keeps generating traffic. And that drives me fucking up the wall. So... I hate to break it to you, but it's... uh, When I I first started TikTok in 2018, and uh, mine was all uh, fitness stuff. Okay. It's the exact same thing. It's over the... Okay exact same thing it's just people spewing a bunch of nonsense that doesn't make any sense but you know it's like oh how can i get a six-pack in 30 minutes oh. <laughs> you know and, and it gets a million views yeah yeah it drives uh, me c- insane yeah continue i'm sorry that i cut you off no that's all right i so, was gonna say that it's exactly the same thing with fitness I- i'm glad to know that it's not uh specific to to the streaming world absolutely um, not so there was a i don't know if you're gonna remember who this is his username starts with a Mm-hmm. Um, and he had put out a masterclass or he was starting a masterclass on, on TikTok and very familiar, ni- nice kid, uh, mm-hmm. obviously well-versed and educated. 
uh, especially in video production and how to how to capture audiences. So props to that. And he put out uh, a video that started with nobody wants to watch your Twitch stream until they do. And my first TikTok that got traction was me vomiting Pringles onto my phone as a as a stitch to that or as a duet. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, and and that just fucking took off. And it was at that moment that I realized trying to trying to be goofy while also leveling the playing field, while also calling out misinformation, that might be my thing. And because I have a decade's worth of experience in IT, maybe I can kind of niche myself into giving people actual fucking tech tips actual streaming tips um i've kind of stayed away from the the streaming tips thing because yeah, that's yeah. that's a whole fucking thing um but the the tech stuff i'm very very interested in and and then i noticed that there's a large portion of tiktok that is just people documenting their lives of what they're doing no high production quality no crazy expensive quib and it's like yo i just found this bike let me restore it and let me show you the time lapse of of how I'm restoring it. And those 60 seconds of that story is so fucking captivating to me. Um, I just watched, I was sitting on the couch or sitting on the bean outside and I saw some dude uh, saving bees. And like, I don't give a shit about beekeeping, but I watched a three minute TikTok about this motherfucker <laughs> saving bees. And it was just the coolest thing ever. And I, I think yeah. that's one of the things that I enjoy the most about the platform is it doesn't matter what the fuck you like if you document it and and you and you do put in some minimal effort to try and transcend a a story to the end user like you can make some good content that's watchable yeah, um sure. there's have you ever seen the dude who runs in place no so there's a guy who fake runs in place and then does things like dribbles or jumps but he's standing in one place but it looks like he's fucking sprinting full speed and it's amazing and he does the same thing over and over and over again and i like every goddamn tiktok that i see because i think it's fucking hilarious and i think that's just like the that's a special part so that's how i got into tiktok i realized Mm. that my my niche my niche was going to be correcting misinformation while being as kind as possible, not being one of the assholes that calls people out and, and is mean and and directs their communities towards them. Um, and then also just like be a goof and like portray my humor exactly as it comes into my brain. Um, and so that's what I've just been doing. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy Th- it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a super, super fun platform. So you've been on since 2018. Yeah. OK. And what would you say that you've kind of pivoted your your content towards now? So, uh, 2018, I, you know, I, I was enjoying Instagram a lot and I was making goofy content in the stories. And then I saw TikTok, and I was just like, oh, this is just like stories, but they stay up forever. You know? So I just was doing random goofy stuff. Just like I would jump around in my gym or like, uh, just throw weights on the floor. I, I don't know. All kinds of showing off my tattoos, like all kinds of stupid, like I was everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Um, in 2019, I started uh, streaming on Twitch. So uh, the whole goal was that uh, with that was just to uh, show off my Smash Brothers skills with my friends. And I assumed that, like, you know, I, I, as I was growing up for the past, like, 20 years, I got really big into Melee, which came out in, like, 2000 or 2001. Okay. Um, so all my friends, that was, like, the, the equalizer game that we all played. Everyone was at least decent at. Everyone could get into it. I was always the fighting game guy. I have my friend that was like into CSGO and then another friend that was into World of Warcraft. But 
that was the one game that we all played. And uh, I, I was like, you know what? Let me start a Twitch. I'm going to show off my skills. I could beat up my friends and record it and show it to everybody. And I had uh, nobody watching me, zero people watching me for about 13 months. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even make affiliate for 13 months. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So there, there, stories like this make me realize how fortunate I was to have my my start on, mm-hmm, on Twitch, mm-hmm. because when I when the affiliate program came out, I just got it because I was I was already at those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so 13 months of sub affiliate. Wow. Of, of less than three concurrent viewers. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So. Did you did you get in even though like I know you said you got into streaming because you wanted to like broadcast the fighting the fighting games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there were people making lives lives for themselves by supporting themselves with streaming or did you just see it as people sh- like sharing content with each other? Uh I mean I've been watching Twitch since for like probably the past 10 years, 2011. Okay. I mean I'm okay. sorry, 2000 yeah, 2011, yeah. So I've been watching it for a long time. I know I know like a lot about it. I just, um, you know, with my full-time job and everything, I just assumed that I wouldn't be able to get to that level ever. So let me just do it for fun. Yeah. You know? And you've so, grown. Like, you ha- you have a, a great little piece of a community for yourself from the... Well, you're streaming two days a week, right? That's a, that's a complicated story I'll get into real quick. Oh, yeah. Go for it. So uh, that first year, 13, 13 months, pretty much zero viewers for the most part, um, streaming Smash Brothers, some other fighting games, stuff like that. Um and then uh, I was casually playing this game called Teppin, which is a card-based mobile game that's you know for iOS and Android. It's not, you play it on your phone. Okay. It's based on Capcom characters. So ah. I, I streamed it. I played it casually just every so often. Um, and I streamed it one time. And in that one stream, I, had an, uh, had, uh, I peaked at like 50 viewers. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So literally after that one Teppin stream, I uh, made affiliate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. and then you so you were not only did you hit that threshold of those numbers, but you were able to maintain those numbers until actually hitting affiliate, right? No, I, I averaged like one for the entire month, one viewer. Oh, that's right. You get and it. Then I, get and it then I hit 50. I hit 50 on that one stream and that brought up my average above three. So I just hit affiliate after that one stream. No shit. And then did you ever play yeah. it again? So, so yeah, here's the thing. This is where I, like, I tell people, this, this, is the, this is the only Twitch advice I'll ever give anybody, right? Because I experienced it. I, ha- I hate the Twitch tips and Twitch talk and all that stuff. Like, people say, are you a Twitch talker? I'm not a Twitch talker, in my opinion, because I don't talk about streaming on my, on my TikTok, you know? Right. Um, but the only advice I could give is, uh, like, about oversaturated games. Um, Teppin is a super small community. Uh, very few people actually watch it, but the the people that watch it are hardcore into it. So at this point, this was this was my struggle now, because uh, I'm like, oh, I've been streaming to zero viewers forever, and now I stream to fifty in Teppin. Do I just stream Teppin for the rest of my life? Yeah, you know. So I started streaming Teppin a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I enjoyed the game, but I, I wasn't. I, I'm not in love with the game, you know. Uh, and over the next like month or two, I became one of the biggest Teppin streamers on all of Twitch. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can't. I can't uh, believe I never even heard of this game. I, I've got a buddy, Mister Forty Two, who's huge into uh, Hearthstone. Uh, he just loves um, so T E P P E N. Yeah. So T P T E P P E N is Teppin. It's a like I said, it's a free card based mobile game for for uh, iOS and Android. I started playing it more and more, 
and then uh, I became one of the biggest Teppan streamers on Twitch. And then after that, uh, I became the. It's made by Gung Ho, Gung Ho America. Okay. And um, I became a Gung Ho ambassador. They reached out to me and uh, wanted me to be a Gung Ho ambassador. So I don't make any money from that, but they promote me stuff like that. So um, I started streaming more and more Teppan, but I was starting to feel burnt out because I don't I don't love the game. I like the game. Yeah. You know, I I, I want to be a fighting game streamer, not like a card card game streamer, because that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's where I started to. Um, that's at that point, I, I'd say, I don't know, maybe what are we in May? I'd say yep. probably the, around this time last year, or maybe a little bit. Yeah. Around this time last year, that's when I started to pivot my, uh, my content on TikTok towards, uh, fighting games and super smash brothers. Gotcha. Because I felt like all of my viewers on Twitch all wanted, uh, Teppin or bust, you know? Mm, yep. So I was like, all right, I got to find another way to pull in people for Smash Brothers. And the way the Twitch algorithm, well, if you want to call it that, uh, works. <laughs> yeah, what algorithm? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it boosts people that have more viewers uh, to the top of the list. So, uh, you know, I try to combine those two communities, and that's where I'm at now. Um, you know, I've, I've built a pretty decent following from TikTok that watched me for Smash Brothers. I stream Teppin every so often. Because I still enjoy the game, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, that's that's basically where my Twitch streaming career is at now. God, very very interesting. So, how was the how has that transition been? Um, have have you been having so much fun playing the fighting games now that the viewership number doesn't really doesn't really deter you that much? Um, yes and no. Okay, you know, because if you're averaging thirty, forty, fifty viewers, and then you dip down to five. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, all right, well, maybe I'll just play this offline, uh, you know, um, off stream, and then I'll just give the people what they want on stream. Right. You know, so I, I'm i not like obsessed about it. Like I said, like I have a full time job. I, d- I do fine financially, but uh, it, it is a blow to your ego when, uh, you know, I play I play, uh, you know, Tekken or uh, Virtual Fighter or something like that. And all of a sudden nobody wants nobody shows up. Yeah. You know? have, have you ever started with the other game and then migrated into like done that for like an hour or two and then just migrated into the fighting games so have. you, you yeah. have okay and mm-hmm. what has that I'm been like for do, you it, it's it, it actually for sure 100 percent. okay yeah. cool so um like a, a new game that i'm playing a lot now is a uh, power rangers battle for the grid okay so th- that's a that's a fighting game uh all power rangers they just uh released two new characters chun li and ryu so uh i yeah i play that like I'll play like maybe about four hours of Smash, okay, and then and then after that I'll be like, all right, I'm taking a break, and then we're switching it over to uh, to Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, and usually about half the people hang out and they they stay, you know. Very very cool, yeah. Because I think what um what most people will find out is that even though they they are there for the game, they're gonna enjoy you as a person to an extent, and mm-hmm. and giving them almost forcing them to be there when you switch games yeah. it's them giving you a chance at a person because just like you with me your first impression was kind of like eh, and i'm just gonna move on with my life and then you went to the next thing and then after a while thanks to that tiktok algorithm uh, of showing me or showing you to me showing me to you um yeah. you're like oh Vice actually you know, both yeah it's, it's like oh, shit. um I, I i actually might enjoy this type of stuff so um that that's awesome it's a super you've had a super interesting 
come up not only with your extensive background with being a, a viewer on Twitch, but then coming into it, hitting um, success with a game really early on. I mean, being able to having 50 viewers within your first one or two years, like I've been streaming for eight years. I don't think I've ever had an average of 50 viewers like ever. Um, and then to have it ripped away from you when you try to switch to something new. So you've experienced like all the highs and lows of streaming already within the first couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been difficult to maintain streaming mentally with your full-time job, or are you so fucking jacked physically and mentally that nothing phases you? <laughs> um, you know, I, I have felt, I actually, so I have my full-time job and I have a part-time job. I do, uh, yeah, uh, eight hours a week, uh, I do security for a hospital. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I work my regular job 50 hours a week, and then I do my part-time job eight hours a week, and then I stream on my days off. Yeah. So I literally, it, it, I have felt burnout before. It is kind of exhausting, mentally taxing that I have literally no days off ever. Yeah. You know, because my only, my only time off, I spend streaming. Yep. So, you know, and I want to I wanna, uh, put my P in a V sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, there is life outside of just work and streaming. You know? Yes, there is. And, There's uh, many V's out there. Yeah. yeah do yeah, do you yeah. have I, a single V that you're paying at the moment? Uh, I mean, a single as in my regular or. Uh... <laughs> okay. That, is, that answers that question. Right <laughs> <off the bat. laughs> I have a couple of single P's. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. V's, right. V's rather. rather. What? <laughs> maybe, maybe throwing a P in there. I won't notice. I don't know. A couple, a couple P's, a couple of P's. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever, whatever gets thrown my way. I'll just take it, you know, at this point. That's amazing. Yeah, but but um, I've definitely I've definitely felt burnout many times. That's why, like, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before, that you were streaming and talking about taking that one week, uh, one week a month or, you know, taking a hiatus. Um, for me right now, I don't know. It's, it's stressful even thinking about it because yeah. I'm, I, I'm just like, I know it's not the reality, but I assume that, like, like I stream every Sunday and Monday. If I skip a Sunday and Monday, that nobody's going to come back the, the week after, you know? I, I know it feels like that. I know it does. And I, I can't promise you that they won't. Um, but what I can tell you is they aren't worth it. Like, <laughs> that's basically yeah. what I'm saying. And and not like that they're scum and you shouldn't you shouldn't care about them. But like in the end, you missing those days to to better yourself in the long run. Um, it it's just like it. When you make those sacrifices, when you make those tiny sacrifices early on, it's really easier to make the really large sacrifices. And what I've learned over the time, and I've never been somebody that has streamed five, six, seven days a week. I've always been a two to four times a week with one of those streams always being a podcast. And the podcast, like this to me right now, this isn't work. Like I could I could be pretty fucking worn out and tired. This camera would go live and I would start talking with somebody and I would just light the fuck up. Like podcasting gives me energy. Um yeah. Video game streaming doesn't always do that. And that's yeah. kind of why I've I've gotten away from video game streaming. Um, except for being a pickle and playing Call of Duty. Like I can do that for fucking eight hours on a Friday night. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, it's it, it's tough because you you looking at what you've built so far and you're like, man, like it's it's like if you're a musician and you play the same gig like every Thursday night, and like the same people are coming back to see you, and you're like, well, what if what if I don't go this next Thursday? Well, it's like, well, people are gonna go there. Like, what do they think if I, you know, if I change uh, shows or I change venues? And it, it is scary. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's where I'm at now. Um like but with uh overall, I mean I know it's not reality. Like I've I've kind of gone away from playing Teppin uh a lot. I I probably stream it maybe w- once or twice a week, but whenever I do stream it, all those people instantly come back. Yep. You know, um they they don't want to watch me play Smash Brothers and I totally understand that. Right. But uh but as soon as I hit that uh, go live and uh, now playing Teppin, it's like uh, everybody's just it's like they were here yesterday, you know? You're right. <laughs> yeah. And that's um, yeah. the other thing that kind of took me a while to understand, too, is the less you stream, like w- if you're somebody who streams six days a week and if people are getting notifications for you going live six days a week, it's like, OK, what's going on today probably is what uh, happened yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Pro- probably yeah. a little bit of the same. I um, totally agree. But when you go like so I do a uh, a Tuesday, Thursday and a Sunday with sometimes a Friday night streams happening. And so sometimes I'll see somebody on a Tuesday and then I don't see him again until like the following Tuesday. Um, and. And it's almost for me, it's so much more refreshing to have a little bit of time in between. Um, I don't know about you, but I have hobbies outside of streaming that I still kind of incorporate with my content, like DIY stuff, uh, like a little bit of woodworking and now the 3D printing. Um, and I saw you making uh, putting together that keyboard. I think that was. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a huge love for keyboards as well. Um, and just like peripherals and tech in general. And I'm um, like, I gotta, I gotta put some times over there. So I wanna, I wanna pee in the V with, between some bees as well. <laughs> you know, I'm only human, so yeah, I, I totally, I totally get that. Do you have any other hobbies uh, other than streaming? Other than and, streaming and other than fitness? Yep. Um, I mean, you know, before quarantine, I used to travel a lot. Like I said, going that's to right. all those festivals and stuff. So that's that's part of the reason why I got more into streaming is because that wasn't an option. You know. I like uh, going to live music and traveling and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, Do you have a specific that, group that always travels with you? Uh, no, I just have my best friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's always there with me. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of a lone wolf, you know. I work out uh, in in the gym by myself. Uh, I've traveled to you know most of those places that I told you about by myself. I tra- went to Japan, went to Belgium, went to Ibiza, uh, Ibiza. Sorry, uh, <laughs> by myself. You know, uh, but I enjoy it. I mean, I, I feel like being by yourself, traveling is uh, the best way to meet new people, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Have you have you met people in retained relationships from traveling abroad? I actually have a really good friend that lives in Japan. Yeah. No shit. I want to go to Japan so bad, dude. I want to experience yeah. everything Japan has to offer. I want to experience Tokyo. I want to experience the bathhouses. I want to go into the fucking mountains, like all of it. Well, unfortunately, I've been there three times, and unfortunately, I haven't experienced almost anything, to be honest. What? What? The yeah. fuck? Are you just going to conventions and stuff? Uh, no, no. I just, uh, you know, being like a single guy, I just go to Tokyo. Tokyo is like, it's like uh, going to Manhattan or I guess like, uh, like, like what's, what's in Detroit, like Ann Arbor or something like that. Like, yeah. Yep. It, it, Tokyo is just like a party town where everybody wants to get drunk and they want to, like, you play video games. I've been all over Tokyo, you know? But uh, like a lot of the stuff you're talking about, well, bathhouses, I, I have tattoos, so they won't let me in, you know? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, getting a skin suit. Yeah. In Japan, uh, 99% of the places will not allow you to enter the same water uh, as other people with uh, tattoos on or having tattoos. Yeah. Fortunately. Okay, I had motherfucking, I had this guy, amazing dude, his name is um, Jomo Senpai, and he 
basically spent months in Japan. One, he basically did a an Airbnb work share where he stayed on a farm with a family and worked in order to stay there. And he did that for, he just worked on a farm for months. That's the type of dude he was. In Japan. Um, and yeah. And then he <laughs> stayed in, I, I, I don't know if he stayed in Tokyo um, or another, another large city, but um, he talked about the bathhouses and he must not have any tattoos because he told me the entire bathhouse experience, but didn't say anything about no tattoo zone. Damn. That's yeah. super fucking sad. Yeah, yeah, you can't experience that. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll bathe somewhere else. <laughs> he also <laughs> talked about like he's a fucking six foot three burly dude, and he's like bathtubs. Me and bathtubs, man, it, it just didn't fucking work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Japan's an amazing place. Like I said, I, I've been all over Tokyo, so like uh, seeing like the the huge arcades in, in Akihabara. I went to the music festivals in Odaiba. I uh, there's like a robot restaurant in Shinjuku where there's just people dancing and there's robots and stuff like that and it's pretty awesome. Been to like uh, a hedgehog cafe where you get to like hang out and just pet a hedgehog and stuff. Uh, My girlfriend's gonna scream in the living room in about four seconds when I mean, she hears she, this. If she's into animals, oh my god, she like, fucking loves animals. There's cat cafes, hedgehog cafes, penguin cafes, uh, snake cafes. Yeah, all kinds of goofy stuff out there where you just like hang out and pet stuff while drinking coffee. Um, That's they call awesome. Kohi. Uh, yeah, what else? Conveyor belt like, restaurants. That's something okay, that's the, so fucking The conveyor cool. belt sushi. Yeah, I, I've been to... Uh, so I went three times, each time for two weeks. So I've been six weeks in Japan. But uh, yeah, I went to... Uh, sum- they have sumo tournaments uh, twice a year. Did you so go? Yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. Bro! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sumo awesome. pretty awesome. Sumo's pretty exciting. I, you know what's funny is that I hate sports, but I fucking love sumo. Sumo's really cool. <laughs> that is yeah. so fucking cool. Um, do you know any Japanese? Did you practice any Japanese before going? Before going, no. Um, so my first time I went was in 2016. And then my okay. second time was 2018 and then 2019. Uh, so in 2018, I took some Japanese lessons here in New York. Uh, so I learned like basically kindergarten level speaking. Okay. You know, so that's... And I haven't used that in like the last two years, so I probably lost that, you know. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, a lot of people are terrified um, going there by yourself and not knowing the language. But I mean, with this thing, you you can do whatever you want. You really you know? can. Google Translate. They have excellent. Uh, you know, I have T Mobile. They have excellent service over there. That uh, I never lost service. So uh, Google Translate, Google Maps, all that stuff works over there, and it's all in English. You know. That's so fucking cool. Um, personal question. How many yeah. girls from different countries have you banged? You mean here in New York or in different no, countries? No, from, from traveling. Because in New York, the, we have every nationality here. Yeah, so, so everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. How many, okay, so how many different countries have you banged in so far? I mean, uh, probably every country I've been in. What? So, so. Let's go! Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd have to check my passport, but off the top of my head, I mean... You uh, better have made them fucking <laughs> breakfast, and I swear to God, if you made them that turkey and rice... I mean, I wasn't I wasn't cheap, that's for sure, you know? So I, <laughs> they, they got they got their room service and stuff like that, you know? Oh, but, my God. Yeah, I mean, Mexico, Japan, uh, Belgium, Spain, uh, Canada, and then all over the Caribbean. Uh, I'm Cuban, so I've been to Cuba, DR, um, Aruba uh bahamas yeah so i guess like nine different countries i've been nice in. awesome so, you know sown my seeds i'll probably 
get some uh, child support letters in the mail pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like you have made up for your less than stellar upbringing? Or do you feel like I still have so much more to do? I have so much more to get done before I'm like satisfied. I, I definitely feel like I have so much more to do, but at the same time, um, I'm grateful for the way that I grew up oddly enough, because I wouldn't be who I was, who I am without that experience. Oh yeah. You know, I I wouldn't have uh, tried so hard, you know, like with my job, the way that it works with, um, uh, what you call it, uh, promotions is you have to study like all these laws and stuff like that, uh, criminal procedure laws and all this different stuff. So I studied that extremely like focused, hyper-focused. And, uh, I, I went up pretty quickly in my career. And, um, yeah, all of that was from growing up being poor and trying to just do the best I can for myself, both physically, financially, and all that stuff. So, um, I still have that drive, you know, I still look in the mirror and see that anorexic kid looking back at me, you know, so I'm always trying to get bigger, trying to, you know, progress in life as much Mm -hmm. as possible. I don't think, uh, you know, it's not really healthy, but I don't think I'll ever be, um, what you call it, um, satisfied. Sure. Yeah, I just it's not to, it's I, not bad to be hungry, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're out here, uh, you know, taking pre-workout dry, shooting steroids and just like only eat like carnivore diet. I'd be like, yeah, you you know, you probably might not be doing so great for yourself. But I mean, it seems like just from from talking to you and figure out how you eat and, and how you treat your body. And, you know, I, I'd say you're doing pretty fucking good. I, I try. I try, you know. How how do you how do you feel like throughout the day energy wise like are you just fucking jacked pumped all the time or do you also have like your slow days? Um. So recently, my my boss uh, doesn't like me anymore for some reason. So he uh, beat he him put up. Me, uh, I mean, I could if I didn't get fired, but uh, <laughs> he he uh, put me on overnight shift. So I'm I'm leaving for work in about an hour. That's okay. Uh, I, I so, didn't. So, yeah, my my energy levels are definitely uh, lower than they've been for a long time. I work from uh, 11 p.m. till 8 a.m. Fuck, man. Yeah. Also, what the hell is going? You said um, is security at a courthouse? Where did you say it was exactly? I I do it for the city of New York, so it's, it's okay. all like government buildings. So I'm what like, what the fuck's uh, going on overnight? <laughs> uh, it's it's that's the whole point. Is for nothing to go on overnight, right? You know? And that's my job is to make sure that nothing goes on. Damn, uh, are, is there anything that you do to pass the time? Because it's got to be fun. Yeah, I watched you on Twitch. Oh, okay, got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to, I'm gonna go to my job, and I'm going to turn on my phone, and I'm going to go to Knackers, and uh, I'm going to watch you all night. Yeah! <laughs> God, know? man. So, well, yeah. that's fucking unfortunate. I didn't realize that that was the, um, that was the reason for the shift change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um... I'm I'm a very I'm a very respectful person, but I'm also a very vocal person. And if I if I uh, disagree with something, I'm gonna let everybody know, you know. And uh, some people don't appreciate that. Yep. And what are you gonna do? You know. Man, um, have you thought about a a career change after been doing this for so long, or are you just so content with what you're doing? You're like, hey, if I can if I can continue doing this, and it leaves me time to work out and and have fun and stream then i'm i'm fine like i'm content with what i'm doing so my my life goals right now basically with my job i have the ability to retire at 20 years so in 5 years i could retire so Holy shit yeah 
Yeah. So uh, are you yeah. going to? Um, well, my goal right now is to build up all the streaming stuff, build up my uh, social media and all that stuff. And uh, hopefully by the time I reach, you know, from five years, my five year plan is to uh, get this at a sustainable level where I can do this full time and retire from my job with my pension. Wow. So retire with a pension, but then also have something that you absolutely love doing. Um, do you enjoy the social media experience of being a content creator? Like, do you enjoy social media? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I actually tell this to people all the time. Like I, I actually love streaming. I love streaming. I like being in front of the can- camera, entertaining people, uh, bullshitting about the game. So my normal streams uh, for Smash Brothers, uh, like I'm not the best Smash Brothers player in the world, but I, I'm pretty good at commentary. So I try to give like a like a tournament type of experience. So you jump into my arena. Uh, you know, I'm going to commentate your match as if this is like the, the most exciting match of the entire world, you know, and make you feel special. I enjoy that a lot. Um, making videos on TikTok and going on Twitter and be like, Hey, watch my stream. It, it feels like sales to me. Yeah. You know? And I, and I fucking hate, it. I hate that, but it's, it's an aspect is, and I never do like e-begging, you know? Yep. Um, but, uh, I, I, I feel like I come close to it, you know, just be like, follow me, come to my Twitch, my link in my bio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Cause you have to do it to an extent, right? Like nobody's going to discover you. It, right. You're just, just going to sit in the dark corner by yourself. Uh huh. And I think um, I think why I fell in love with TikTok was because I could just do my thing. And if people liked it enough, they would latch on like you. You got to the point where you enjoyed me enough to where you followed. And then we ended up talking, shooting shit in the DMs. And then now you're here. And then like that natural progression of relationship building is like one of my favorite fucking parts. Like you mean uh, networking networking, man, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use you with like five years. Uh, It's honestly, it's one of my favorite parts. Like I said, sitting here and talking with people, hearing about your experience. Um, you know, a lot of my viewers can probably attest to this. I ask the same questions to different people. Like I'll, I'll bring up the same subjects. I'll ask the same questions and, and, but I get different answers and I get different stories. And part of that is selfish because I, I want to learn. I want to learn the experiences that people had and I want to learn how I can better myself. But at the same time, Hearing people's stories, the the way that people brought up, getting their perspectives on, on things, and and of course, like especially in the the context of streaming, hearing people's come up on on Twitch is always just a super interesting conversation to me. Um, and like Twitter is super like uh, super e-beggy kind of, where it's like almost everything is all almost done to drive engagement. And tw- uh, TikTok can be that a lot, but I just don't necessarily treat it that way. Like I just, yeah, I just yeah. fuck around. Like I fuck around while being cognizant of you need to drive traffic. Um, but I just kind of work that into the shit that I would have already been been doing. Um, and I, you know, I'm somebody that enjoys social media because social media leads to interactions like this, which I'm a huge fan of. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there's obviously benefits, you know. Right. It's not it's not all bad, but right, right, right. But yeah. I, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, and then when I, you know, when you scroll in, in Twitter and it's just like going live, going live, going live, I'm just like, yeah, not a great experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, should I unfollow this person? But I actually like them. But this is fucking annoying, dude. I I I've talked about this so many times. I have friends, streamer friends, IRL friends. 
Why don't follow on social media? Because they fucking suck at it. And they're fucking annoying. And that's fine. Like people probably find my shit annoying all day, but I don't I don't care. But it doesn't mean that I have to subject myself to your annoying ass. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that uh, that number one culprit for that for me is Facebook. It's just uh, everybody's kid kids photos and food photos. I'm just like. I don't give a shit what Timmy wore on his first day of school. Yeah, like. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a sucker for food photos. I will say, uh, but mm. I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate kids. You know, you were one at one point, right? Never, never, dude. <laughs> fucking never. And I, I, I assume you probably don't either. Um, yeah, uh, maybe. What like kids? No, have kids. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, ah, fuck I said, if, if I do, I don't know. <laughs> true true all right dude well hey we got about 15 minutes um we got a couple questions in the queue and then we can close this out are you good for closing at like right at 10 yeah okay cool all yeah. right i mean uh, it doesn't have to be immediately i gotta leave at 10 30 so it okay it have to be immediately at 10. i want to give you some time to decompress yeah 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 just not you know i, I just want to say there's no race all right got, gotcha okay um chat if there's any additional questions that you want to get in um exclamation point q chat in command or in chat sorry exclamation point Q command in chat. Jesus Christ, the brain. Um, first question from Hellhound is: Is that an actual Mortal Kombat ca- cabinet behind Cosplay Fitness, and which one? So these three cabinets behind me are all from Arcade One Up. Okay. So that's uh, Mortal Kombat One, Two, and Three, uh, Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Super Street Fighter, and then Marvel vs. Capcom cabinet. So those they're like uh, two, three hundred dollars from Arcade One Up. There, here I'll show you how tall they are. They're actually pretty short. How tall is he, chat? Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, he's 6'2". How tall are you? I'm uh, close to 6 foot. I'm like 5'11". Oh, okay, damn, I guess 6'2". <laughs> yeah, you look massive <laughs> compared to those uh, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, cabinets. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there any interesting story behind any of those where you just like, I fucking love these games, and I'm just going to buy the cabinets? I mean, they're all fighting games, and uh, when I was a little kid... You know, I know I'm a little a little older than you, but back in my day, uh, we used to go down to the local arcade and uh, throw our quarters in the machines all day long. Yep. And uh, my dream was always to have my own arcade. You know, I'm an adult and I have adult money, so my dreams become they're not memes anymore. Dude, isn't adult money just the fucking best? Yeah, it is actually. You know, I'll I'll stand there bored for nine hours a day to to have uh, some nice adult money. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I just bought a uh, a bike, like a Schwinn bike. So Schwinn did a 125th anniversary re-release of their famous Stingray bike, um, a bike that is so incredibly sought after these days. Um, obviously, the bicycle restoration community is fucking rampant. Um, yeah, it lowers bike, their value, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um Walmart has a online only edition of this bike and it's only $150 and I've been in need of like a cruiser style bicycle for a while and I came across this bike and I'm like fuck it I'm buying this thing right now I'm gonna upgrade the shit out of it I'm like man adult money's so great and I love it (laughs) (laughs) um do you have a desire to get any more cabinets or are there any ones that you have your eye on uh, I have five in total. So there's three behind me, and there's one over there and one over there. The Ninja Turtles one. Okay. So I have that over there. And then I have uh, another Marvel one. That was before the Marvel's Capcom one came out. Um, gotcha. Okay. But, uh, yeah, like I, I, I don't know if you really know anything about the arcade one-up stuff. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, so it's basically this company that just uh they outsource these these brands and they make like these miniature they're like four feet tall um arcades. So they're really light, they're like fifty pounds each. Okay. So just move them all around. Um right now I probably won't get any new ones because there's nothing that caught my eye, but you know, there's only so much house here too. So Right. Pretty, I'm gonna have to like put one in my kitchen or something. Like yeah, that. they're pretty beefy, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you this earlier. I up until today, when I put your avatar or, or your Twitter picture into a Photoshop today, mm-hmm. I knew that your name was Cosplay Fitness, and I knew that you were into cosplay. I did not know that you were in your photo on Twitter until today. Like, I always... What did you think that was? Mr. Clean Superhero. <laughs> I, I didn't fucking, like... I never looked at it. I saw it all the time. I saw it on TikTok. I saw it on Twitter. I never looked close enough to see if it was you or not. And so I loaded up the picture today and I stretched it. And I'm like, oh shit, it's him. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't know that it was him. Um, yeah. And also the the photo is so, oh my God. My boy. The, um, the photo is so good and realistic. Like the lighting, the colors, it looks like a, a stock photo for like a, an action figure like movie or something so i'm like oh the, he probably just like pulled that from somewhere and that's his from avatar Google, but, right but that's fucking you man and you look great <laughs> it's me actually uh so my buddy um my buddy's name is kozu jitsu he drew this this is my my merch but this is actually me dressed up as one punch man oh okay so he has like uh his my like my gauges you know i have my gauge ears and stuff like that but yeah this that's, that's kind of my thing i'm that bald superhero you know awesome I'll, i love that you wear your own merch because i wear my own merch too and i don't give a fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. gotta love your the artwork that you're putting out right i mean i would i would never sell anything that i wouldn't wear myself you know amen mm-hmm. a fucking man uh next question this one's directed at me from maddie fresh got an affiliate link for the pretty shirt i'm assuming he's talking about my pretty shirt and not your plain black lame shirt um I I don't have an affiliate link for it. It is on Amazon. If you search floral shirt, I think the brand I can't I can't remember the brand. It's it's like a four letter brand, like SSLR or SLLR, something like that. But it's on Amazon. Um so I I don't have an affiliate link for you. I'm sorry. Um so, and uh last question from Maddie Fresh. Uh what is the arcade game that's not Mortal Kombat? So I think that you had already yeah, you already explained that. that. Okay. Um, I have a buddy, uh, his name's Middle-Aged Dream, known him for a super long time, and he is huge into retro stuff. He's got an arcade cabinet of his own. Um, I was going to say, it's probably something that you would enjoy. I don't know what kind of streaming content you enjoy. He has a very animated, interactive chat, uh, or interactive stream, which has retro games and like animations and scenes. Um, I don't think he does a lot of fighting games but he does a lot of like beat him up retro retro stuff okay. yeah i'll check it out for sure he's on your stream a lot right yeah he's actually on my on the podcast that i do mm-hmm. on sundays he's on every other week okay yeah i'll check him out for sure um there was one more question i was going to ask you let me look at my my notes here uh tiktok food Man, uh, I, don't, you know, I don't have an OnlyFans if that was what you're going to ask. Oh, that's right. Okay, let me Sorry. scratch that off right here. Yeah. You can make bank. <laughs> yeah, He's I, in the I, I would get I would get fired. I'm not would you, do, do you think you would? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, 
There's always traveling abroad and peeing vein. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay, so the one thing that I was going to talk to you about was cooking, recipes, and food prep. And you, unfortunately, answered all three of those with a single <laughs> dish. And I'm like, when you first said you were Cuban, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to milk this dude for his Cuban recipes. I'm so yeah. excited. But uh, sorry, don't don't let me make you feel bad. I am... The, the apple fell, fell, fell a little far from the tree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by your your self control. To you know, I'm a little bit jealous because there there are times where I wish that I could just eat the same thing all the time. I wish I could treat food like fuel, um, but I, I'm somebody that enjoys it so fucking much. I love cooking. I love experimenting, and there, there's so much food that I want to try. I love going out to eat. Um, oh, you know what? That was one thing I was going to bring up as a final topic. Um, well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm jealous of uh, your your tech ability, your audio skills and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> I just want to plug in the mic and talk. Like, why can't, why can't it be easier, you know? It's funny you say that because uh, a couple nights ago, um, I had somebody reach out and ask to have a, a conversation about dual PC setups. And in my mind, I've been on a dual PC setup for years now, and I can take it apart and put it together with my eyes closed. And in my mind, I had decided that dual PC streaming was pretty easy nowadays. And the GoXLR made it easier for people that might be not so knowledgeable. And when I realized that he wasn't going the GoXLR route, and I started started drawing how the setup was going to work in MS Paint. And then about two minutes in, I'm like, holy fuck. There is so much going on that like I had to look at my own setup and re-remind myself of how I had things connected. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I got it all work. It we're fine. And then he's like, oh, by the way, um, like what do I do for audio? And I'm like, oh my God, audio. <laughs> you gotta get a mixer, you gotta have all these cables going to and from, you gotta get your mic to two different PCs, you like ground noise loop isolators. And and then just again drawing another diagram of what the audio was like for dual PC setups. I'm like, shit, I forgot how fucked this still is. Yeah. Um, and if you don't want to be fucked, you got to spend five hundred dollars on a Go XLR. Um, yeah. Now you have to you have to find a Go XLR. Um, Fortunately for me, I'm a console streamer. So, uh, I don't, oh, I don't have to deal with all that. Easy peasy. Yeah, that's <laughs> same with my buddy, middle aged stream. Mostly consoles has a single streaming PC. He loves it. Um, food is food and eating and going out to eat is a very, like, it's like a ritual for people. Um, so I, I would assume that that ritual isn't very prominent in your life, like going out to eat or going to like big dinners. Do you have any sort of other rituals that isn't working out with friends where that kind of like fills that void for you? Um, I mean, you know, pre-COVID, it was uh, you know going to going to shows, going to festivals, going to concerts, stuff like that. Um, I, I you know I'm not I'm not a machine, so I I do go and eat eat out with my friends. You do okay, okay, yeah. I'm not just like all right, well, all right. Oh, here here's my I brought my backpack full of my <laughs> <laughs> my meal. Go to a steakhouse and you bring out your bowl <laughs> of rice and vegetables. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not that. As I said before, I'm not that crazy. Like I'll enjoy a nice steak. I'll I'll go eat a. All you can eat wings or something like that. You know, I fucking love um, wings. Wings are yeah, so no, good. Wings, wings are good. Wings, are, and I, I love the variety. You know, like with with my with my meat is just the different uh, sauces. You know, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, my girlfriend was making fun of me because when I when I go to the grocery store and I go to like the pre made section, I'll pick up like three or four different dips. And so <laughs> what I do is when it's time to snack. 
I grab my bag of uh, Cheez-Its or my bag of pretzels, and then I get out my buffalo chicken dip, my spinach artichoke dip, uh, my French onion dip, and then I'll just alternate between the dips. I'm like, who wants to eat one chip, one dip all the time? Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) 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 Which is exactly, hey, stop laughing. (laughs) <laughs> um and and same thing with wings like when I order oh, yeah. wings I want mm-hmm. ranch blue cheese and honey mustard I want all three yeah. and and I want the uh, you know I want buffalo wings I want teriyaki wings I want yeah. uh, very spicy wings you know um yeah I try it all yeah, yeah dude we yeah. there are so many things that we have in common it, yeah, it's yeah. honestly it's fucking crazy um, I thought it was just the baldness male better baldness all we had in common <laughs> um is there any any final things that you wanted to touch on before we close this up. Mm. Did you get everything you were looking for? My Jerry Springer final thoughts? Yeah, your final thoughts, baby. Um, I don't know. We, we covered so much today. We I did. Feel. Did it seem yeah. like two hours went by? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I hope I hope it didn't feel like that for everybody watching. But I don't give a fuck. I always, <laughs> dude. I always tell chat the podcast is for me, man. I you're lucky that I get to let you watch it, you pussies. Um, you're, you're basically just watching my Zoom call. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I literally is a Zoom call. Um, but but on, on a on a very serious note, and and my mm-hmm. chat knows this. The the podcast has always been a selfish endeavor for me. Like I I I put it out because I think that the conversations that um I have are are funny and valuable and I think people will enjoy them. But really like I do the podcast for me because like I have a genuine interest in talking to as many different people as possible and, and listening to people's stories and experiences um, and not doing it. I feel like I'm wasting the internet, like having the ability to do it um, yeah. and, and comparing what I do now to how my parents socialized when they were kids. It's like you, you experienced 2% of the world until you were 50 and you had your first cell phone. Like, your, your world... You know, you know my, my mother, she had me at 42. So... Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my mother, uh, her birthday just passed. She's 79 years old. Wow! And uh, she's never left the country her entire life. No, and uh, did she grow up in New York? Yeah. Holy shit. Now, my father, my father grew up in Cuba and, and my okay. mother grew up in New York. Yeah. And then how about your mother's parents or your grandparents? Uh, I'm fucking stupid. Yeah, no, my, my mother's parents, yeah. They, they died before I was born. She, she grew up, uh, yeah, she had a rough childhood as well. So, okay. you know, kinda, in, in kinda, Queens as well? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No shit. Okay. Yeah, it trickles down, you know? You know how that goes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> and for me, it was Jesus trickled on on downs. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yep, even worse. Well, actually, no. I, I'm sure that my child, if we were to put our childhoods together, yours would be from the stories that you've told me today. Um, but what I can say with confidence, um, you know, only knowing you for a short time, it seems like you have done all fucking right. It seems like you've got all your ducks in a row. And it was it was a pleasure talking to you, man. Seriously, like listening, you. listening to your story. Um, and, and hearing about how you go th- go about things and, and your mindset and about how much you've traveled, uh, it's inspiring. Like traveling, I just had a tweet about this the other day. Where like I've I've never been about, I've never been money hungry. Money has never been a driving force in my life until recently. Recently, where I'm like, make as much money as possible, travel as much as possible, because. Being being a gamer, being a streamer, all of my best friends live around the world. None of them live locally. So I see them once a year, 
once every two years. And that's fucking bullshit. And I'm not going to stand for that. And uh, I need... I need a little bit of flexibility in my life to be able to to travel and see those people and have those experiences because um, I, I refuse to go the rest of life with limited experience, only experiencing a small part of the world. And I know that you've obviously, you've obviously been all over the place, so you know exactly what I'm talking about and I'm preaching to the choir. So to hear that you've had such an eventful life, um, it's uplifting. I'm glad that you've gotten to experience that so far. Thank you. And, and, you know, I, I, I try to share my story with everybody just to, to motivate everybody else that, you know, you could be a poor kid from Queens that uh, had abusive parents and was anorexic and you could get to where I'm at now, which uh, I'm proud of where I am. And, you know, not to brag or nothing, but I'm doing all right, you know, and I hope I can inspire people in similar situations to do the same for themselves. Absolutely. You know? And um, I love that you are a normal fitness dude like not not normal but you're a a sane fitness guy yeah where it's not i'm realistic i'm exactly fitness is not my my full-time job you know yep yep um all right dude well hey take this second sell yourself out um let people know where they can find you on the social medias if you have any special events special streams anything coming up now's excuse me now's the time all right, so I am Cosplay Fitness on pretty much everything except for Twitch because some, some asshole took that with nine followers. So I'm Cosplay Fitness TV on Twitch. Um, I stream every Sunday and Monday, mostly Smash Brothers, but all kinds of fighting games. Uh, we do crew battles every once a month. Which, uh, that means basically me and another streamer, we uh, get our, our team of people and we fight each other uh, on stream and stuff like that. That's so, what it is, okay. Yeah, so I do crew battles once a month. Uh, we have uh, next month, in June is with uh, another TikToker. Uh, her name is Sierra Plus Ultra. So we're going to be fighting her. And then in July, I don't, have you heard of Johnny Bo? Yeah. You know what? I yeah. saw the podcast of Johnny Bo, uh, Anime John Daddy, C- and John C. Yeah. Stout. Yeah. So me and Johnny Bo are going to have a crew battle in July. Awesome. So, so yeah, check me out over there. Um, yeah. That, that's a great way to get communities together network um yeah but uh seriously just to like get out there and and to meet other people um and especially like when you're using video games to bring people together like that's fucking awesome um, and the thing i love about crew battles with other streamers is that you cross pollinate you know so now uh if they're practicing on stream or if they're uh you know doing crew battle tryouts on stream my viewers are gonna go watch them to you know see the secret strategies yep. you know and vice versa so you know, it, hel- it helps everybody. And it's and fun. I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm sure they're fun as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, especially with a recent shift change and being here before going to work. Um, I'm sorry that you have to go to a night shift and your boss fucking sucks and he gets no P's in the V's. I mean, the best part is that I don't see him anymore because he doesn't work my hours. You know, so. this is true. Silver lining, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate you. Thank you, everybody. Be yep. safe. Later, man. Thank you.